Hola, que tal? How's everyone going today? It's Michael Martin. Thank you for being here. Today I want to talk to you about gambling. I have lots of phone conversations with folks, and uh, one of my colleagues mentioned to me about a person they know that wanted to try something in the options market in advance of a company's earnings. And my first gut reaction was like, that's stupid. Um, because I know most of the time when I hear things like this, it's somebody acting out even grown men and women acting out emotionally. I was like, well, what's the science? What's the data? What's the evidence you know, that would want someone to act this way? You know? Oh, they just have a hunch that things aren't going to go well. They just have a hunch. Imagine if I walked into a meeting and said, I want your money, and I'm going to run it, and I, you know, I got a hunch, man. I got a hunch the market's going down. You know, then you open up this conversation where you have really no evidence. And it becomes hard if you're on the witness stand to convince people. But people can find new and improved ways to do completely stupid things with their money. Uh, a lot of times it comes down to them feeling or needing to appear smart. So they want to fight the Fed. They want to fight the tape, right? And I know Kramer wrote something about this a couple weeks back. He mentioned the late, great Marty Zweig and... Man, if there's one thing trend followers don't do is fight the tape. Even when the rest of the world thinks that, you know, the stock market in particular names are going to hell in a handbasket, if the trend is up, then they're staying long because the price tells you everything that you need to know. And two, if you're putting a trailing stop in, which you should be doing anyway, you can either trail with ATR, you could trail structure. All of that works. Always try to improve your exits. Um, to me, there's a no emotional payoff to trying to... to be smart, right? I'm just trying to be disciplined. That's it. If I, in the end you look back and say, oh, that was a good move, you can't make any conclusions on one piece of data. People who are insecure, of course, are going to take that and run with it and think that they just invented a cure for the common cold, but that's not what a pro would do. And I think if you want professional results, you have to do what the pros do, which is trade small. You can add to your winners. And until you figure it out anyway, you want to be able to come back and trade tomorrow. So if you look at any particular trader that you know, right, we talk about gambling here, and you know that person to have been an expert in, say, the options business or maybe even commodity futures, for example. Although they may be able to trade equities, they're not likely to take flyers and turn on a dime and try to become something different because they are their own casino at that point. They have they have an asset class that they typically stick with. They have a trading style within that asset class. And then over lots of trial and error, emphasis on error and learning and trading with real money to make real mistakes, to generate real emotions, they start to hone their system. It comes over time. And they have a, a nuanced set of rules that are great for them and that, that are as unique to that man or woman as their fingerprints are to themselves. But what they're probably not doing, at least not with a great amount of money, is constantly going from trading bonds to trading currencies to trading stocks to trading options to trading uh, commodity futures because they have hunches about you know the dollar going down or they're during, being duress in the Middle East and its impact on crude oil prices or in the energy market at large, right? Or you know making big bets in front of earnings just based on hunches. So... You know, 
there's a lot of danger in the equity space, right? Because you have these horrible, just, you know, really stupid context of, you know, consensus estimates. Uh, my advice is to throw that out. Take the whisper number two. That all goes out. The only thing you can do is follow the price. Because there are no secrets. There are no, there is no book, The Secrets of Trading Earning Estimates, right? And if it is that you're a sucker for that kind of writing, right? There are no secrets, right? <laughs> but it's enticing because it's like, wow, I get to find something that no one else knows unless they've read this book that reveals all the secrets. Well, the secret is that the price will tell you what is going on with the company. And even if the fundamentals aren't known by a great deal of people, they can still anticipate how well the company's doing and place their bets accordingly. Of course, everything at the end is random, right? Randomness is all over the place, but people want to internalize it and say like, well, my results are because of me. Well, sure, after 20 years, that's definitely the case. In the short run, which could even be as long as two years, it's still hard to determine whether a person has skill or good timing. Um, and I'm a guy who likes to give people the benefit of the doubt. But I would not, as a practice, gamble. Because then you're acting out on something else, an emotional issue. Maybe you have to be right. Maybe you're angry at, again, Chairman Powell. Maybe you're angry at the government. Maybe you're angry about a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe you feel insecure. I'm not quite sure because I don't know you. But I do know for the folks who like to throw out their wild theories and whatever, they're kind of doing it for the action. They're not really trading for, you know, having the discipline and, t and thinking, thinking of it like a business, you see? And that's without that sense of discipline, they allow themselves to be all over the place. You know, like an unleashed dog in the park. There's something to be said for being able to run wild, but at the end of the day, if your goal is to make money, you have to be super clear about what it is that you're looking to do and how you're going to do it. <clears throat> what of it you're going to make your own? I'll admit, I think a lot of this happens in the investment advisor space where people are you know, basically beta huggers and they're getting paid quite a bit of money to asset allocate. And they can come up with their theories because at the end of the day, whether they come true or not doesn't really impact their income, right? If you have... Uh, million dollar client and the account ebbs and flows between 900 or 1.1 million, you know, it's 10% up, 10% down. That's also not going to affect the advisor's income or gross, uh, gross fees on the account over any rolling 12 month period of time. So they don't have to necessarily worry about their theories coming true or not. I mean, the point is, is to make risk adjusted returns as we spoke about earlier in this week. Um, I will say this though, as a caveat, if you're starting out as a trader and you're not quite sure who you are, then by all means, buy one share of Amazon, trade one contract of futures, a mini, trade one option contract, and learn how to do it with real money. Don't worry about hero trades. That's irrelevant. That's not what you're doing it for. And if you are, to me, that's again, that's not trading to be a pro. That's trading because you're trying to prove something. And, you know, whatever, go ahead, knock yourself out. But if you want to have longevity, you know, doing that in trading and being super bold, um, it, it's, it's problematic. And I see, I see it on my end because I'm the guy that people call when they blow up. 
I'm the guy who called when they 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 call when they say they should have known better. Because <clears throat> I don't really have any judgment. You know, I've been there myself. I've had I've made super big mistakes. Because I'm self-taught. I didn't have people coaching me and mentoring me when I was started, right? <clears throat> so I understand, I understand where it comes from, which is why I spend every day talking to you about your behavior and make getting super clear about what it is that you're doing all of this for. You know, gambling is not so so let's let's talk about it specifically for a second, then I'll be done. When people typically trade and they look at certain chart patterns that they that they focus on exclusively, it's because those patterns reveal to the trader and fit well with that person's makeup. But the makeup comes first. That's why I say that it's not about the chart pattern because the person comes first. Their emotional makeup comes first. The chart pattern is going to pretty much be the chart pattern ad infinitum. But it's the human being, the person, that has shaped their ethos and their approach to life and managing risk, how they feel about money from their upbringing, from their parents, from their environment, from their education, right? So some of it's intellectual, but a lot of it's behavioral. Some of the behavioral stuff they're not in touch with. So they come up with these crazy theories about buying options in front of earnings. You know, when there's no science, there's no back test. They don't even know what the expected value is. They don't know what the outcome is, but they know they have to be involved. I don't have to tell you what that sounds like. You know, it sounds amateurish. So a gamble is where you don't know what the outcome is. You have no idea what the probabilities are. If you don't know the probabilities, you can't, you know, you can't calculate the odds. Odds and probabilities are the same thing, right? And look, if you're doing it for fun, fine. But I'm talking to the folks that want to do it for longevity and grow their money and, and outperform cash, you know, and create some alpha. Nothing wrong with going to Vegas and gambling. I'm not making any type of uh, call on that. That's That's your own belief system. But if you're going to trade and try to do this to make some money or impact you or your clients that you know wealth net worth then you want to kind of understand what the odds and the probabilities are and therefore you get to determine what is a game of positive expected value and what has negative expected value gambling is where that stuff doesn't even come in and you're doing it for a whole other reason so it doesn't really enter my paradigm at all but I can see where it might be appealing to some people, especially if they have very strong views on the economy or how the government's running the country or the decisions that are being made by any particular oversight body, whether it's the Federal Reserve Board or the Bank of England, the Bank of Japan, the, the EC, the HWO. I get it. You know, you can have all the strong feelings that you want. But in my humble opinion, you'd be a lot better off if you took the time to develop a strategy where you can encapsulate everything that you know and hedge against everything that you don't know, which is everything. And then keep your opinions to yourself, because at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's it's all just a way of passing time, you know, and that's fun. Get a cup of coffee, have a good conversation for somebody, but keep that separate from how you make your money. Um, typically, again, just to conclude, when I see people throwing big bets down like that, or even any type of bet size, where they don't know the number, they're acting out. And it's important if you're trying to do this and you want to do it for a long time, that you know what you're doing it for. Who are you doing it for? 
What are the results that you're seeking? You might not have the answer right now, and that's okay. But you start thinking about that. I'm telling you right now, there's friggin' less than one-tenth of one percent of the population is thinking about this. So even by doing it as an exercise, give yourself a pat on the back for, for thinking differently. Because the answers that you get might real, reveal quite a bit about you. And then once you get there, then finding the right trading strategy is going to be a heck of a lot easier if you know what makes you tick. Then the chart patterns do matter. But you come first. Anyway, thanks for being here. You can read about some of my trials and tribulations as I was figuring this out. You can actually listen to it too with the free audiobook version of The Inner Voice of Trading. If you go to Martin Chronicle, you can get your own free copy. So thanks for being here, and I'll see you next episode.